watch the Dune. It was fucking disappointing. Uh, yeah. I liked it. I liked it a lot. But you yeah. watched the movie? I did. I did. Yeah. Fuck. I mean, I read the books, so it's like I get what is going on, and it's amazing to watch. I I read the first book. I'm moving mm. to the second now. I. Uh, well, look, because of this way the structure of the book is, the book doesn't really, basically starts at the beginning of the end of the first act. Mm. The book doesn't, the book doesn't have a third, a three acts, proper three act structure. The, the book basically no, really. starts, basically, let's say the book starts with the second act, moves to the third at the end. Yeah. You, okay, here's the hero. You know he's the hero. The hero never doubts yeah. that he's the hero. He already knows that he's going to be the hero. He already knows the trials ahead. And uh, yeah. the father dies within the first act very quickly. Uh, yes. The Baron and all that. And it moves on to the third act. So, but, for the, but all, there's a shit ton of information in it. And I felt the movie, like, I, I, as I, I, I just tweeted this. I said, I wonder if people who hadn't read the book got what was happening. Because I read the book. I, okay, here's the spice. Here's the thing. And in that sense, uh, but for somebody who read it, yeah, that that's it. Like, so I was reading it. I was like, ah, I was watching it. I was like, oh, all right, I get what's happening. I get the spice. Uh, mm. But it was way, it was going way too fast mm-hmm. to really try to cram that first half of the the first act of the book within the within the two and a half hour time period that they have. Uh, there were some moments of cutting back and forth that wasn't really proper, which I didn't like. The like Paul is in the tent and it's cutting to his baron going to the father. Uh, yeah, cutting back to Paul, I didn't like that. The fight scenes, I I like the way they portrayed the shields. It was mm, really yes. really really smart, but yes. the fight scenes were weak. Yeah, the fight scenes could have been more graphic i think to really illustrate what it would yes. be like to have to fight with shields and knives yes it, i felt like it was missing a grit i'm missing mm. this feeling of tension to it mm. uh, it was it seemed a little choreographed and fake and mm. uh, th- there was no blood splatter or anything as such really uh but at the same time it, it, it didn't thank god he didn't do shaky cam but it because of the way the shield was and the way he shot it, you don't really get to appreciate the fight. Mm. You the only time you kind of see a resemblance of what the fight is with the technology that they have is that just one scene that Jason Momoa is within the hall. There's he kills mm. three Fremens in the the, the the beginning of the he's wearing the white shirt that he yeah. jumps and kills the other one, where you have a proper sight of what the fight. Kind of oh, when them. he's fighting with the Sadakar in the in with the, the Sadakars, yes, yes. Uh, right. That was a, that was the only time that the fight was really good. I but aside from that, I love the visuals, the way he built the world. But for mm. I don't think for an like especially the Sadakar chant and the way mm. that they portrayed the the technology, the design, it was fantastic. Yes. Uh, I just don't think for somebody who hasn't seen the read, hasn't read the book, he can understand what the fuck is happening. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I've often told my friends that if you haven't read the books, you are not going to understand a goddamn thing that's going on. Because this movie doesn't bother explaining to you anything. This, because th- this is what happens when a movie is made by fans. Yeah. They assume that the, re- the, the watchers, the viewer is going to know. Yeah. All right. So it leaves very, very little explanation to somebody who's not, who's not big on the books. Uh, and that can be a huge issue because we've had movies before that were based on like sprawling epics who did a better job at explaining things like the Lord of the Rings and whatnot. Yeah. Right. You were never lost with the Lord mm-hmm. of the Rings. That having been said, the Lord of the Rings is the progenitor to a lot of the, the fantasy uh, media that we enjoy now, whether it's like world of warcraft or yeah or dungeons and dragons so the tropes are more or less understood i guess the issue is that in balancing out the storytelling with the explanation the exposition with the way how denny villeneuve directs yeah he's going to focus directly on the visuals yeah right which is something i have an issue with but yeah yeah he's he's not going to bother explaining and that can be very difficult for something like Dune, whose only uh, successor is like Star Wars. And I think uh, Star Wars... Yeah. And I think Star Wars... You know, I always thought that the sprawling text before the before the, the show starts was a little heavy-handed. Like, yeah. they're explaining the storyline to you when, it should, when they should just show you what's going on. Yeah. But looking back, I realized it was so necessary... Because this genre had never been done before. Yeah. And when you're doing Dune, which is even older than Star Wars, and the lore is so rich, maybe that would have been helpful. Some some exposition. I think it would have been. Shit. Yeah. Uh, in the book, there's like moments, fragments between each chapter where it seems, mm. it almost seems like a news channel. Yes, but it, yeah. it explains like okay, here are the house of Atreides, here's the yeah. Harkonnen, and here are the mm-hmm. Sardaukar, and or the yeah. legend of Paul Atreides, and all that. Which is at first, when I bumped into it, I felt like oh, that's weird, but then I really appreciated it because it kept me on track. Yes, because the lore is cons- immensely rich, mm. uh, there's just way too many moving parts, um, and this guy, the what was the name of the director? I forgot. Sorry, Dennis Denny Villeneuve. Yeah, yeah, he. I love his work. I really mm. do. Like he did a movie called Enemy. Fantastic. Yes. Really, yes. like it was fresh. Yeah. Um, Enemy Arrival. Arrival. Yeah. Really good. Um, yes. But that movie, like, it was standalone. It was perfect. Mm. Uh, what else did he did? He did Blade Runner 2048, 2049, uh, yes. which for a cinematic experience, I mm. have to say, it was superb for a cinematic mm. experience. Yes. But it wasn't a good movie. Yeah. It, it struggles to tell a story. It is, it is these collection of set pieces and this collection of visuals that is amazing to look at. Yeah. 
It's, but for uh, somebody, yeah. yeah. Continue. But but if you're used to the original Blade Runner, that yeah. sort of holds your hand a little bit as you're going along. Yeah. Um, with regard to the plot and to the world. Yeah. You're gonna be really lost. Um, uh, I didn't when I watched it. Uh, I enjoyed, I appreciated the sound effect. For I still listen to his sound effects, which I think mm. was Hans Zimmer as well. Mm-hmm. Which I think he did a. I I don't want to bad because I'm a big fan of him since Interstellar and Dark Knight and all mm-hmm. that. For some reason, I don't the the Sahara soundtracks and all that didn't really work with, for work for me. Mm. Uh, for Dune, the the. Uh, Sardaukar chant was fantastic, phenomenal. Oh yeah, the throat singing, yes. The throat singing, yeah, it sounded like yeah. something very paganish. Mm. Um, but the, for some reason, I felt like I didn't have the same tension that I felt with what he did with his like Nolan films or Blade Runner. Mm. Um, maybe I'm wrong, but I'll you can tell me about that later. Mm. Um, but uh, the, um. When I came out of Blade Runner, I was like, what was it about? I don't know. My brother yeah. who watched the movie, he loved the first cinematic experience. But if I ask him, like, what was it about? You can't really tell what the fuck went on. Yeah, it's really dense. And it's one of these movies that you're going to have to watch two or three times to catch what the hell is going on. Yes. Because a lot of the scenes are basically clues to the storyline. Yeah. And you're gonna have to have like a Sherlock Holmesy sort of eye to see what's to going on. Deep to kind of get the information yeah. out of it, but at the same time, I think because if somebody gets too carried away with a visual, they also get mm. forget that there is a story to tell. Yeah, Dune in terms of design, I think he really uphold what it was intended to be the for the book. What the yes. A writer intended to design in his head. Yeah. Right. Like I, I, I'm seeing the Dune world. Yes. But am I seeing the story? Yeah. No, that's that's kind of a problem with a lot of with a lot of viewers. Yeah. yeah. It, it's the visuals are so amazing that you're trying to understand what the stakes are just a little bit. Yeah. And you can't. You're just seeing. You're just seeing a series of events. But you don't seem to understand her. Yeah. Yeah. But you don't really understand the the uh, the huge implications of what is happening. Like all of this crap happening on this tiny planet will influence the fate of the entire known universe. Yeah. Right. And it doesn't feel like it's going to screw up the entire known universe. Mm -hmm. Because we have yet to see the influence of this. We, I suppose it's only because we haven't we haven't caught glimpse of the of what will happen in the future novels, with like yeah. this, with like the guild navigators, yeah, the worm god, the worm god. Um, we haven't seen the emperor himself, which I kind of like. Like he's only hinted at in a distance, yeah. so he seems like an imposing figure, even though even though in the books himself, it's. His influence is tenuous at best. But yeah, sometimes you can get so caught up with the visuals and from the effect and from the from the general feel of the movie that if you take a step back, you can think and 
you will realize, okay, but why is this important? That's what I fail at. Uh, well, uh, I think one YouTuber said the best. He said, "I watched the I watched the Dune movie and I don't care." Mm. I think that was a that that was the that was the very interesting way he said. He said, "Like I was, I'm not mad. I watched a series of events happening which I loved looking at because it looked spectacular, mm. but I don't care. I've left the cinema going like, oh, okay." And that was exactly right. the same feeling I had leaving the cinema. I was like, oh, okay. Like, I love the way you design shit. The the design mm-hmm. was immersive. I saw a universe, but I did not yeah. care for one bit for what was happening. Uh, like yeah. one like one point plot point that like I wished it was emphasized on was Piter. Yes. Piter the Vries. Yes. Yes. He, I read the book and i remember that character i don't really like he left an influence on me i was like oh i like mm. him I like this this guy is scheming this guy is even scheming behind the baron in a way mm-hmm. you can, like even baron don't trust him yeah there's layers to him within the few scenes that he is in the book but then yeah. he just suddenly dies and yeah kind of saves the baron's life unintentionally like he didn't, he didn't do it like out of his love for it but he just like screams yes and then he dies mm. and uh but there was layers to him and he wanted to marry yeah. lady jessica yeah that was his whole intention it was like the lady keep the girl alive which something it's yeah. not the baron doesn't intend in the in this yeah world. the deal yeah. that piter and baron had was that he will do whatever the fuck he likes with the boy and everything. I think the Baron wants to fuck Paul too. I mean, who doesn't? Yeah, yeah because he is a pedophile. He probably. is. A, he's, I mean, Timothy, he, I mean, come on. He's, he's <laughs> a piece of shit. Yeah, he is a I piece mean, of I've, shit. I mean, I've joked about banging Timothy Chalamet, but that's consensual. You understand? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would ask permission yeah. for if, you know, May I to bed to bed the shell of me, and even mm-hmm. then, it's because I just want to make girls jealous. <laughs> <laughs> it's all part of my scheme. It's all part <laughs> of my scheme. Yeah, look at me going down yeah. on this dick. <laughs> I'm. <laughs> oh God, I'm the Baron Harkonnen. Oh Lord, yeah. uh, <laughs> you just need some suspenders. <laughs> I just, I just need to float. <laughs> I just ah, need to be bald and flat. Thank God yeah. that Dune doesn't have a red carpet in Malaysia. <laughs> we'll know where you will be. <laughs> just, yeah. My Dune. My Dune. Yes. My Dune. My, <laughs> which is something I've my been saying since I watched the film. I'm going around the yeah. house, suddenly saying, <laughs> My Dune. My Dune. My Arrakis. My Arrakis. My Dune. I will. I, I do appreciate that. At the very least, with this version of Baron Harkonnen, it looks like Marlon he's Brando smart. in Apocalypse Now. Yes. I appreciate that. I appreciate it too, because in the books, he seems not as smart as he is on the screen. Yeah. Uh, but in the screen, he, he, he is sinister. Yeah. He's a yeah. terrifying-looking psychopath. Yeah. And you kind of know. Yeah, and the way he that. played it, he was like... like I like that the, he, the guy, like the most like... the. One part that like got my heartbeat up a little bit was when he goes into the when they go into the room with the gas and yeah. suddenly sees the Baron like 
in a corner of the ceiling, just yeah, breathing. Like I was like, oh, because like it shows yeah. one. It was like such a miserable creature he is. Yeah, but at the same time, it like enhanced that. But like that was the only scene that kind of made me go like, oh shit, fuck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like, it was like a jump scare almost. Yeah, you look at it and go, oh, oh, uh-huh. oh, uh-huh. oh, okay. A pedophile with wings. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> a pedophile with wigs that's uh, essentially that's what he is that's something that's the every kid's worst yeah. nightmare yeah <laughs> hey kids it's baron harkonnen the flying pedophile <laughs> have you heard hey, of the flying kids. pedophile hey behave otherwise the flying pedophile will kill you now <laughs> called baron harkonnen the flying pedophile the pedophile I would, you could swap him out for Pennywise and it would still work. Yeah. You could see him in the sewer going, yeah, yeah, we all float down here while I float down here. (laughs) Oh, shit. But yeah, the the actor nailed it. The actor nailed it. They made it very sinister. Mm. Uh, They made made him that, give him that sinister thing. The prosthetics for fuck's sake was tremendous. Like he moves his head from left to right, and you see the yeah. flat fat flaps under his chin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Moving, I was like, fuck. He looks like, a, yeah. he looks like a giant crub. Ugh. Like yeah. a giant maggot. Yeah. Fuck. Gross. Yeah. Yeah. But, well, he, either way, he's, what will you call it? He, well, the second book. I think it's going to be the second movie is going to be the third act, I hope, for mm. the Dune. Or mm-hmm. if they're going to miss it. I, I don't think they can miss that on this one. No. So they're going to, I mean, they have to wrap the the story of first book, at least in the part one and mm. part two. But uh, let's see what comes out of it. Like he basically initially said, now that I've built the world, like his attempt to build the world. Which again, I feel sad because it just could have been a little bit lingered a little. The thing is, it's just too big of a book, but it, it should have been an HBO series. But mm. um, now that I've finished the build the world, now that I can play in the second half. Now that it's got yeah. the action and all that is going to be in the second half. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people are saying that that it should have been an HBO miniseries. Um, they already. They already screwed up games of Game of Thrones, right? Towards uh, the end, yeah. They they could redeem themselves with a new miniseries. They could have, but then everybody would be like, oh, "We all know how Game of Thrones ended. You might screw this up." But these books already exist. They've existed yeah. for a very long time, so you might as well do that. And even the the Sci Fi Channel miniseries, for all of its small budget, was actually pretty good. I remember yeah. with. Uh, with uh, Professor X, Professor and, uh, X, yeah, yes, uh, Leto, Leto the Second. Um, I don't know. We'll see because he can only really do the the movies up until the end of Dune Messiah, because yeah. that would be three very huge movies. Apparently, the uh, the the director's cut for the first Dune movie is like five hours long. David Lynch never had the director's cut for a first movie. Oh, no, no. I'm talking about this one. This current Dune. The There's going to be a five-hour director cut? No, no, no. Because Denis Villeneuve never does director's cuts. 
But fuck him. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> fuck him does. and his asshole. Hope Baron sits on him. Fuck. <laughs> It does. I don't know. Maybe it's just not in his SOP. No, I know but, these act, the directors that like they like they don't do it. Like Nolan doesn't. Yeah. Do it. So yeah, five hours yeah. long, the first cut. So there was a lot of material. Yeah, there was a ton of material that they that he left on the film. One of them involved Gurney Halleck actually playing the ballast set. Like he's, he, oh, you know, shit. he talks about yeah, yeah. He actually sang a song in like some alien language and everybody said it was one of the most beautiful things they ever heard him do Apparently, I think he Jonathan might do Brogan it is... for this I, 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 hope I, so. I don't see a reason for him not to do it because if one he loves it two mm. I think if he wants if there's a DVD cut for this I think if he wants to yeah. really show the world he would sell it he would put it out yeah because it's if you say it's five hours long, didn't that get, because here's the thing: the scenes jumped so quick from one world to another, from one yeah. environment to another that you really like. Okay, here's the here's the base. Here's where they make the spice. Here's where the the hovercraft comes in. Here's where the uh, aliens are, and here's yeah. where the Paul is gonna be there in the desert and the and the warm and the this and it's like you're like oh my god, this is like so many cuts one yeah. after another like chill the fuck out for a minute like give me a breather man <laughs> yeah so it's, it's i don't a lot. see a reason for him to not do a five hour one. i would watch the five hour one. Oh yeah i think every person i've talked to who has seen the movie who is a fan of the books has said i could have seen more yeah because i think we all came out just hungrier yeah because there was a lot oh. of stuff that we saw in the books that, that i mean we I'm didn't kept, see i kept looking at timothy i'm like yeah, <laughs> I left. The, I left the cinema very hungry. <laughs> oh my god, just, that's a lot. That's a lot. Uh, Which is not a good actor, by the way. I realized. That I mean, too. he's. I was like, I will, oh, okay. If, if you were, I will say this. He he plays a he plays a confused seventeen-year-old boy very well. Oh yeah, that's what I liked about this. <laughs> God damn it! God damn it, man! You just—I was wondering what I liked about his performance, and he—he's just a confused seventeen-year-old boy. <laughs> oh my God! Oh jeez! Oh, yeah, can't wait to get into his hand, dude. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh my god. Uh, yeah, careful you, you're entering the warm territory. Uh, yeah, we're all Baron Harkonnen now. We're all yeah. Baron Harkonnen now. Yeah, like, I was this talking is, about uh, that to the people my friends at work. Everybody, all the girls were like, oh my god, Timothy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to which I had to join in. I was like, yeah, oh my god, Timothy. <laughs> I call the Charlotte Young. <laughs> oh. Yeah. No. This turned into a pedophile podcast. <laughs> to be clear, the boy is of age. Hey, we can't role play, okay? <laughs> ah, God. Hey, I'm going to pretend I'm the Baron. <laughs> and you... <laughs> And you're here to take away my doom. This is not my, this is my desert. My <laughs> Just walking around. This is my desert. My Arrakis. My doom. My Timothy. Mm. <laughs> my, my Paul. <laughs> my Timothy. 
My Moadi. Moadib. Yeah, I like the Fremen though. <laughs> but again, the fight oh, yeah. scene with the the Jamie Jamie was like, was like Jamis, yeah. Jamis, yeah. Mm. yeah. It's a little bit lacking in the sense. That scene where uh Lady Jessica was supposed to be using the weirding way to fight off the Fremen. This the 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 cinema was really dark, so I couldn't actually see her do it. Really? Which is a bit of a shame. Yeah, I couldn't actually. Oh, I watched, I watched it on IMAX. It. I watched it on IMAX too, but for some odd reason, the cinema got really dark, so I couldn't see her do the thing that she did. Wait, she doesn't use the. Wait, wait, wait. She doesn't use the weirding. She she doesn't use the language. She doesn't use the voice. She uses the weirding way. Mm. But the, to be honest with you, it's not really that much. It it, it yeah. ends before it starts. Yeah, I watched it in an IMAX in Velocity, Sony Velocity. Right, and I, because yeah, I grew up with the miniseries. I was seventeen yeah. when I saw the miniseries. Mm. You know, just just like Timothy <laughs> Chalamet is in. The- <laughs> I was I, I thought it. I didn't want to say it. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I think saw you your face. The way I look, you pervert. <laughs> you, you know, I, who else was seventeen? I saw. Okay, I saw, I saw how the weird and way looks in the miniseries, and it kind of looks like this thing that anime characters do when they're moving really so fast it looks like te- teleportation. Oh. That's kind of what it looked like, like a mm. flash step, just right. Um, but you couldn't see that in in the in the Daniva Lanyu dude, and I don't uh, know if I missed it. No, you didn't miss it. The way she uses the weirding way, it just seems like martial art. Uh, Regular, it did, I didn't see any effect going on when she uses the weird. The only effect that in her powers I saw was when she uses the voice. Yes, which uh, was interesting yeah. to look at. Yeah, which was actually a very good way to go about it. With I felt. Mm. Um, it's just the person suddenly in a coma, basically, and he comes to yeah. and like he does, he, he's already done it. Um, but what do you call uh, the weirding way? No, he. Uh, what do you call? What was the name of the actor? The uh, the the lady who plays Lady Jessica. Yeah. No, no, I'm talking about the man. The uh, the. Cigar, the the not cigar. Stillgard, yeah. Stillgard, yeah. Stillgard, the, yeah. the name of the act. The, when he fights Stillgard, Javier Bardem. Yes. Javier Bardem, yeah. And uh, when he fights Javier Bardem, it's basically he just twists her around and puts the knife under, under her, uh, under his throat. Uh, no, no special yeah. effect. Yeah. yeah, I like uh, the yeah. small. I love the small. Uh, this not the wise ways that he tried to bring pieces of the story further on in mm. forward because mm. later on in the book not later on like maybe a chapter a chapter or two after mm-hmm. Stillgard asked Lady Jessica why was he playing with Jamis mm. to which Jessica says he's never killed anymore like yeah. there was this small, like you know, he's read the book, so they bring it forward. So during the fight, he's he asks, mm. he's like, "Why is he playing? Like, why is he playing with her?" And he's like, "Oh, he's never killed anybody." Mm. 
Yes. There was that. Another thing I didn't uh, enjoy was that there were flashbacks to Jameis. Yes. Which I don't think really served any purpose. Yeah. So the way how the nerds online explained it was his visions are imprecise because he's, his mind is now scanning for possible futures, mm -hmm. right? So one possible future was that him and Janice would have been good friends. Another theory is that he's actually seeing through the eyes of Chani. Ah. So, so that's another theory. The mm. thingy is, uh, you only appreciate that if you're like a hardcore dune nerd. Mm. So it alienates a, a casual viewer. Yeah. And I think that might have been a problem uh, for a lot of people who are new to the story. Like you, It's very confusing to look at. And I suppose in the director's cut, if there's ever going to be one, you get more context if you can watch yeah. a five-hour long movie. Um, I can. But uh, at home, this perhaps. one, I would. Yeah, but yeah. 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 Huh. Yeah, there. Uh, I can't blame, but some. Well, no matter what you do, some things just can't translate properly from uh, mm. from text to screen. Yeah, um, I can't. I, like right now, you say, "Oh, she was see he was seeing through the eyes of the girl." Mm. I didn't see that, but you had to read that online to think that. Yes, that's right. Well, you would have I, to look at these online theories, yeah. Yes, but if I hadn't read that and I looked at it and I was like, okay, wait, was he having, is it relationship to his previous life? Or the whole time I thought like, I didn't know that the, the person there was Jamis. So, oh, is this going to be the person he's going to be befriended with and be nice? To, they were going to be best friends and stuff like that in the future. And then suddenly he kills him. So I was like, yeah. Oh, so those are, were there just visions that were false or is he going to come back to life some shit? But mm. because you know that he's Jameis, you're like, oh no, he's he's dead. Done. Yeah. They even take his moisture, so. Yeah. So yeah, there was those, there were those things that the medium kind of kills and sacrifices, so you can't really help it. Mm. Yeah, very much so. Again, yeah. it's just one of these things, the limitations of Limitations of the medium, as you said. Playing the yeah, limitations of the medium. I will. I would really love to see Josh Brolin playing the ballast set and singing the mm. alien language. See what the hell that gets out of that. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. All right. What do you think about the music, though? The score. I personally quite like this sort of like trancey, semi-industrial sound, if only because. A lot of my friends, particularly Nat, who was, you know, trained in classical music, was expecting Hans Zimmer to do a score, like a musical score. Mm -hmm. But I didn't have that kind of expectation. And since Dune looked like such an alien movie to me, and then the sound itself was very alien, it was very effective on me. Yeah. So the way how... I'm talking about sorry? Sorry, one particular thing. Um, the sound of the desert, the the chant of the lady. Yeah. Did you like that? I'll say I'll say this. I like that instead of wailing, she was actually sh shouting. 
because、mm. I've never heard that before.、Mm. At the very least, that was different for me.、Mm. I would have preferred. I would have preferred more texture, obviously, because I've heard like Goranson do the soundtrack for like Black Panther and whatnot, and it had all of these tribal instruments that were interlaced with orchestra, and I thought that was really interesting. But you didn't get that with Dune. It was very barren. But I、very、suppose、minimal. that was the point. Very minimal. But I suppose that was the point because. Arrakis、yeah. itself is very barren, so the music itself is very barren. And I guess I wasn't as disappointed as say some of my friends who were expecting music, music because I saw it as sound design rather than a score. That's I saw, very smart. I, I accepted it as okay. This is not going to be a musical score. This is going to be atmospheric noise.、Mm. And then I. I, I I tempered my my expectation somewhat. Yeah. Okay. That's that. That your the way you looked at the approach is actually very smart because I didn't look at it like that.、Mm. Uh, overall scores, ninety percent of the sound effects and all that loved it.、Um, mm. The the only sound effect that and the sounds that you hear within the Arrakis, I liked、mm. it when especially it kind of was referring towards the Fremen. Where、mm. well, the religion of the Fremen is something based on Islam and、mm. a mixture of Islam. I think they said even Buddhism is somewhere、mm. around in it.、Mm. Uh, I I gotta tell you, I really appreciate within the book and within the film the way they portrayed that aspect of the religion and Islam. It was a kind of like a an attractive way of showing Islam in a way. I'm not、mm, saying it's Islam,、yeah. but I'm just saying the religion、yeah. and the. It looks like Muslims, basically. The the chant、yeah. is even a Islamic chant almost. Yeah. The words are also like Beni Jazeret, like like the, when you hear Beni, like、mm. that's already Arabic within it. Yeah. It's, or it's Hebrew. Yeah. It's or、Hebrew. Mahdi, they refer to him as Mahdi, Mahdi because、yes. a Shia,、uh, Shia pro- the, the has hasn't、yeah. appeared yet. The prophet of、mm. Shias. Which I was、mm. cut me off guard. I was like, oh, like, oh, they're actually going on these things.、Mm. Um, but for、um, but but I felt like for that main chant, it didn't. I felt like it didn't work for me. I, I didn't、mm. feel that maybe because of the overall experience that I had with the film that was, I didn't have any build up or introduction to it.、Mm. Um, I didn't have that effect with it, like in Interstellar. You always hear that hints of what the、mm. what that organ, the church organ, is in the background. That air that's、yeah. coming out of the church organ. There's always hints of it, until、yeah. and the hints keep getting more and more and more. And when the climax happens, you have that whole blast of、mm-hmm. thing just coming out. So there's that. One second. Uh, but for this one, I think like maybe because of the speed that the whole、uh, the whole movie had, it didn't build up for me to the point that I want to be like, all right, I get what's happening. So yeah, maybe that would that's the thing that kind of like put me off guard for it. it was not didn't it brought down the effect of it was the speed of the film. Yeah, because usually when the score happens, there's a climax to the film,、mm. and the movie didn't have a climax.、Mm-hmm. So maybe there's that.、Too. Yeah. 
Yeah, it doesn't have a traditional three act structure because it's half a book. Yeah. So there's And that. I suppose what and I suppose in writing the script they should have added some tension there. But I don't know. Yeah. I suppose it's because again, five hours worth of footage. And yeah. I think he was just a little bit lost as to where to even start because there's just so if much. you're a if you if you've been a fan for like 30 years and you finally get a chance to film this thing and you've done this much footage because you basically went berserk filming this thing you're going to be like oh what the fuck do i got you're going to lose your damn mind probably, yeah probably probably so i think <laughs> it yeah no yeah. i think i think maybe Denis Villeneuve should have taken taken the advice of the Bene Gesserit themselves. And before filming, mm-hmm. maybe he should have said, I must not fear. <laughs> Probably, yeah. Yeah. I, if I know. was, I, honestly, like I would have ended the yeah. film with the murder attempt on the Baron. Yeah. And then ends with the, you realize the Baron is alive. Yeah. Because that portion mm. of the portion of the movie didn't that portion of the movie that por- that portion is actually the book has more tension in that couple of pages leading up to the Baron's yeah. assassination attempt. So yeah. uh, the way that uh, Huey basically betrays the betrays the House of Atreides, yeah, places a tooth within the mouth of the. I forgot the fucking name. Uh, Paul. Paul. No, not, uh, not Paul. Not, no. uh, Leto. Duke Leto. Leto. Yeah. Leto. Yeah. yeah. And he says, remember the tooth. Remember the mm. tooth. Like there was a old, that there was a sense of tension going with it. Mm-hmm. And it would have been going to the film. I thought that's where it's going to end. Mm. But it didn't. So I feel like if, yeah. I, if he had ended it there, it would have cut some of the excess time that he had afterwards where basically Paul gets introduced to the Fremen and mm. really let the world of expanded on the world of the Dune further. Right. So you would have had actually had a bit more easier time digesting the whole experience. And then maybe yeah. it would end with Baron, like, you know, he's in the fucking oil tank and he's taking an oil bath and like, kill them all. So, and then you end it, yeah. Yeah. That would have been, I think, a proper point of ending. Yeah. So, yeah, that's it. That's what I think. Either way, I'll still watch the second part, that's for sure. Yeah, I think I think that's an interesting thought because even the people who are disappointed with part two still want part one, still want to see part two. Yes. I thought that was interesting. It's almost as if, okay, he might actually know what he's doing because those who complain about part one are still going to be like, yeah, I'll watch part two. Sure, whatever. Here's the thing. It it was not a bad, you know, it's not a bad movie. Yeah. That's the thing about it. You're watching it. You're yeah. like, this is a rough cut of a great film. That's the yeah. Th- that's the thing about it. That's why I'm saying, oh, I'll definitely watch part two. If I felt like mm. it was a shitty film, I would not have like, mm. oh, watched part two. You watch it and mm. you're like, this is a quality 
like this, 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 there's quality to this. There's essence yeah. to this, which is great. the reason I want to continue on watching, even though I didn't get enough of it. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I guess I'm just looking forward to part two. That's I'm actually me. thankful that it passed its $100 million mark. Me too. And, you know, we get to see, because if you don't get a part two, I think people will start writing in the streets right at this point. It is. Yeah. What kind uh, of the, a foreplay was this? <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is like, are you shitting me? I don't get any dick? Really? <laughs> okay, well, fuck you. I'm burning the city down, I guess. Yeah. I can't um, wait another 10 years for another. So Timothy is going to grow old. Come on, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. We're going straight to hell. Oh, jeez. Uh, yeah. I hope I never meet this dude because it will be really <laughs> awkward. Hey, we've been talking about fucking you for a couple of years. So, uh, we've had this running joke with my friends about how we want to bang you. Not for sexual reasons, just you know, you it know, would it would principle. be it would make me look good. Ah, uh, <laughs> uh, they would call security so fast. Yeah. Uh, why? Why do I, I let say out, these things? I let out a laughter in the in the cinema when you see him yeah. naked in the bed. I thought about you. Yeah. Oh, great! <laughs> That's just great. Like he gets up, and I'm like, "All right, keep me drooling at this point." <laughs> Uh, oh, oh look God, at him. Oh, look at his tender body. <laughs> so young. Royal blood. <laughs> oh Jesus. Ah, this Jesus. is what Baron thinks. Oh God. Oh God. <laughs> Either way, uh, man. <laughs> I think we yeah. can end this segment on the <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Let's end it on how we want on how we want to bang Timothy Chalamet. That's great. Yeah, yeah. running <laughs> gag. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yes. It's all See right. now that's ending something with tension. That's, that's ending with a climax. Yes, <laughs> with a there literal all over Timothy. So. Oh my god! Stop! <laughs> stop! stop. Let's just stop. Hope you enjoy the fuckers. <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs>